Hi friends, welcome to Level Up with Lori. This podcast is all about the ins and outs of building a six-figure network marketing business. I'm your host, Lori Irvin, small business and network marketing coach. I teach women how to build businesses on their terms and around their busy lifestyles. I want them to fall in love with their business and to wake up every single morning with purpose. I am so excited that you tuned in today. So let's get started. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, you guys. I'm so happy that you have tuned in this week, and I think you guys are going to absolutely love the guests that I have on today. Her name is Tessa Campen, and I honestly don't think that I can give her a warm enough welcome, but let me try not to butcher this. So she is a trainer, speaker, and coach with the John Maxwell team. And honestly, whenever I talk to Tessa, it's just so overwhelming that her mission is all about women and helping them find themselves and really like dig into their businesses and see where their kind of life changes, like takes them. And if, as you guys know, if you listen to this podcast all the time, that is a really big personal mission of mine and where I really see my future headed. So I feel like every time I listen to Tessa speak, I'm having all these aha moments and I'm falling in love. I'm just falling in love. So I am so excited. So Tessa, thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. Thank you so much for asking me to be on. I'm super excited. Oh, yay. Okay, so um, as you guys know, we start um, each interview with a few rapid fire questions just to get warmed up and feeling like we are, are talking and connecting. So what are three things that we should know about you, Tessa? Three things. Okay, so I am married. I have two children, a boy and a girl, and we have three bunnies. I don't know, just keep getting more of those things. It's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I live in Guelph, Ontario, um, in my dream home, dream property. I love it out here. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually working in my dream calling. I really feel like it's a calling. I'm getting to work with women and coach with women, um, see their potential. Um, and maybe one more thing. I'm originally from Tennessee. Ontario and I danced Shania Twain. So I'll just put that out there. I think that might have been the best one of all. <laughs> I like that you just called it a calling. I haven't heard that in a while. And I feel like that really speaks to kind of your philosophy and mission. Yes. Am I right? Yes. Yes. It's interesting because there's three things that we can do, right? We can have a job, which most of us um, grow up and we maybe tell our kids, what are you going to do when you're older? I'm going to get a job. We have a career. Um, and so a job is usually something that simply pays the bills. A career is something that we might've gone to university for and we, we do love it. However, it's still a paycheck, but a calling is something that is just, that's you. That's who you are and you cannot separate that. And so it's that thing in you that when you wake up every morning, it's like, you need to get out there and go do that thing. It's, it's not about a paycheck. And so I truly call it a calling um, because it's, it's something that every day is just in me and it, I can't separate it. Even if I went and got a job, it would not be separate from me. Yeah, you'd still he like feel that feeling in your gut and in your chest that you were meant to do something. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it's funny because this is totally this is a little bit off topic, but I started saving for the boys' education. And I just thought to myself, like, I don't know what it's going to be like. They're little. I don't know what it's going to be like in 10 years because the path that we were so pushed into taking in our lives, like, I mean, I have, 
a master's degree and then I have a teaching education and I'm, well, yes, I am using some of it in some ways, but not in the traditional sense. So I don't know that that's going to be the same thing for our children in 10, 15 years. I know. And I think it's about just empowering them to use their gifts, right? It's the, it, this old school mentality of having to go to university or you're only successful if you become this. Mm -hmm. I think it's changing. I think a lot of people now are seeing that it's about using your gifts and maybe that does mean going to school. Um, but if it doesn't, then what are you going to do? How are you going to use those gifts to serve other people and, and be happy? Because I'm sure you know, almost everyone I know is on their second or third career or job, mm -hmm. right? And I, it's because they didn't, some of them didn't go to school and do what it is that they truly wanted to do. They were just looking for what's going to support my family, what's going to bring in good money. Um, and just as a side note, because you mentioned, you know, teacher, I, I was talking with one of my clients late, um, recently and she said, one of her fellow teachers actually hated teaching and she did it for 30 years and hated every day of it. However, she was working for her pension. She wasn't working for the love of kids or teaching. It was for her pension. And I was like, oh, I really hope I can empower my kids to not work for a pension. Because that's so sad. I, I was talking to um, a friend yesterday who's making some big decisions about cutting back at her job or slash career so that she could follow her calling a little bit more and the one of the things that was holding her back was was the benefits mm -hmm. like that she gets and and I'm just like no that cannot be the thing that stops you from doing the thing you're supposed to because that's 300 bucks that's nothing I know it's a lot but to live a life that you love it's nothing yeah like nothing and I guess until you really experience, like, I mean, I worked at jobs and I worked in a career that I thought that I really loved until you find what you really love. Yeah. And then it's a transition. It's different. Like I, sometimes I'm just like, how do I get to do this every day? Yeah. Wow. It's, that is just so incredible. And I'm so lucky. Exactly. It's about being grateful for that. Right. And some people just don't tune in to what that could be for them. Or they, they're not able to see past, like you said, past that um, monthly, even benefits. I mean, how many of us even use them? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like, it, just put a little bit of money aside. And, but sometimes it's, it's hard. To it's the fear. Totally fear. And it's who you surround yourself with. So if, yeah. if, she's, if she's encouraged by you and other people to maybe break away from that and follow her dreams and her calling. Now, of course, you need to be smart as well. Because if it means losing, like having no income, you know, you got to take the, the proper steps to make that happen. But yeah, we need to empower one another to be able to do that. 100%. So look at that. We're already like totally off topic. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> okay. So your favorite book. Yeah, this was tough, but I have to say my favorite book is The Leader Who Had No Title from Robin Sharma. If you haven't read that book, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, because it really talks about how, you know, we're all leaders and you don't need to be a CEO of a company or, you know, this manager, you could be literally cleaning hotel rooms and be a leader. And so I, I've always loved that book. My book's completely highlighted and falling apart. Um, and second, I would say anything John Maxwell, not just because I'm, you know, a part of their team, but I've been reading his books for years. 
uh, even before I discovered I could be a part of the team. And I absolutely, absolutely love his books. Well, and I'm sure that's what called you to being part of his team was love for everything he puts out there. Absolutely. Yeah. I just, I love everything that he, he teaches and he speaks and uh, it, you see it lived in his life. And so um, if I can learn even a little bit from that man, I'm, you know, soaking it all in. Okay. Um, how about a favorite podcast? Oh, yours? No. <laughs> um, you know who I love? I actually, I've been listening a lot to Super Soul Conversations um, by Oprah because she brings on some pretty awesome, awesome um, yes. people to, to interview. And uh, there's also another one called Transformational Leader that I love. So those are probably my two favorites. Down. Favorite podcasts. Um, no, I love the Oprah one. I feel like I, when, if I'm ever having a bad day, yeah, you listen to that podcast and it changes your day. It does. It changes your mood, your mentality, like everything. Yeah. No, I love listening to her and uh, she has some pretty awesome people on there. So it's, it's never a waste to listen to her podcast. She is Oprah. <laughs> she is. <laughs> okay. If you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what food would that be? Tacos. Tacos. So you totally. Love I love tacos. Yeah. Love tacos. Ever since I was a little girl, actually my birthday, my mom would make like homemade shells for me. Um, it was like, no, I don't want to go out for dinner. Can you please make homemade tacos? And so huge taco fan. I could eat that every day. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. Okay. So like I said, I don't really have a plan for what I wanted to chat with you about, but I just feel like there's probably so many areas we could dig into, but I would just love yeah. to know how you got started in your journey and just a little bit more about your story. Cause I think that's what inspires people to take their own leaps and follow their own paths is hearing how other women did it. So my background is actually in dentistry. I, I went to school to be a dental assistant and I did that for 10 years. I absolutely loved it, uh, but I always knew that I was going to be, like, when I was a mom, I wanted to stay home. My mom stayed home with me um, and my brothers, and so I just, I knew that's what I was going to do, but uh, I was never just satisfied being home with my kids, and I felt bad, because I was like, does this make me a terrible mom, right? Like, there needs to be more to life, but I should be able to just enjoy this, and um, anyway, I'm the same. I always was like, I'm just not a stay-at-home mom, but I love them so much. So like, what's missing in me? Right? And there are women who are totally content doing that. And I believe, again, I believe that that is their calling, right? And so I they're able to- the hell out of them for that. Yeah. Like, I, I actually hold them up on a pedestal. Yes. Cause it's not easy. And for any of the listeners who are moms, I'm sure they're all shaking their head right now going, yep, yeah, that is not it's easy job in the world. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so I, uh, I ended up being introduced to the mompreneurs organization. This was about eight years ago. Um, and I just loved what they were doing there. And so I decided to, you know, reach out to Maria who are CEO and say like, let me learn a little bit more about this and maybe I can bring this into love. I know nothing about business, but I do have a passion for helping people. And so maybe it'll kind of take me somewhere. Um, and I'm so glad that I did that. It was, I was fearful. So yeah, for those of you, you know, who are listening and you're super scared and unprepared, do it anyway, because I do believe that you will be given the resources that you need in order to fulfill whatever it is that you're doing. I 
I actually reached out to her and I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And I went, I can't do this. My kids are too. Can you hear me still? Cause my internet. Whoops. It's clicking out just a little tiny bit, but I think. Okay. Okay. And so a friend of mine actually ended up starting uh, bringing it to, to Guelph first. And I came to her first meeting and she said, do you want to help me? I said, sure. So she actually started it here, but I helped her. So I was with her right from the beginning. Um, and then within nine months, I actually took it over and I ran with it. And so, you know, five years, here I am helping women entrepreneurs. I'm learning by helping them and, and we're growing together. And it led me to a place where I really wanted to understand how certain people become successful in achieving their goals and how others, like, why are so many other failing? Yes. And that's where the, the academy was born. Um, so fast forward to today, I'm, you know, I'm running the Inspire Academy and I, I, I like I said, had a passion for helping women um, understand what it takes to achieve goals. And so I did my own training. I did courses. I invested in myself and I, I learned um, a tool and I created a tool from what I learned on how to show you how to basically achieve goals in 90 days. Um, using this 90 day system and, you know, achieving more in, in, in 90 days than you have in a year. And from there it became, okay, I'm going to teach them strategies now, you know, on how to market their business and I'm going to bring them together and we're going to do in-person worship working sessions and now I'm going to start coaching them. And so, you know, if you're not where you think you want to be right now, just jump in. Like I had no clue where my academy was going and I just started it anyway. And I knew that I had a vision that I wanted to, and you know, it's going to take me years to, to get that, get to that vision. Yeah. Um, but I just know that I'm going to grow a long way. Right. So just take that step and know that you do have those resources. This is probably my biggest learning lesson that I've discovered is that we all have the resources in us in order to achieve whatever it is that we want, but we just need to raise our level of awareness to understand um, that like what we need to do and how we need to do it and who do we ask for help and how do we make that happen? And we just keep moving forward and we fail along the way, but we get back up and we just keep moving forward. Yeah. One of my favorite sayings is fail forward. And I, mm -hmm. I love the concept because I think so many times we're so afraid of failure that mm -hmm. we don't do anything. We sit in like stillness. And to me, that's a bigger failure all the time than small failures along the way. Yes. Actually, John Maxwell has a book called Failing Forward and it's all about that. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. And he also has a book called Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn, which I'm doing a four week um, masterclass on. And it's all about that. It's about how we take our failures and turn them into learning lessons. Because if we're not failing, we're actually not moving. Right. And so every time we fail, that's just an opportunity for growth. Yeah. And if we're not taking those chances and we're not failing, then we're really stuck in a place of what we've been doing for the last 10 years. We're not trying anything new. We're not growing. So embrace failure. Do not be afraid of it. And this is what, this is one of the issues I see in network marketing with women time and time again, is they use failure as like, not an, I, won't, I don't want to say an excuse, though it is an excuse, mm -hmm. but almost as a reason why they shouldn't be doing something. So I've tried that once, 
it didn't work. So clearly mm -hmm. that path is not for me. Whereas I'm like, okay, absolutely. Like I hear you, failure sucks, but do you want to know how many times I failed at that exact same thing that we're talking about? And you look at me as a success story. There, the exactly. only reason there's a success story is because I tried again and then mm -hmm. again, seven more times. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we don't see, right? We just see successful people and we see them as successful people. We don't see all the steps they had to take in order to get there. And sometimes what works for you won't work for me in the exact same industry, right? You may have certain things that work for you in your network marketing business, but I try them and they just don't work. And so it's, it's, it's that idea of just switching it to how can I do this, right? So this didn't work, but how can I make it work? And, and, and just that question actually opens up your mind to some really creative um, ways of tackling that hurdle or that struggle that you're going through. Agreed. And kind of my notion on that is that something comes from every single thing that we do and nothing comes from nothing. Exactly. You nothing. You're going to get nothing. But if you do something, you might not get exactly what you were expecting to get, but you're going to get something, something mm -hmm. come out of it. Even if it's just a lesson or it's a lead or it's a contact or it's a piece of inspiration or even if it's a good book, like it's just, there's just always something that comes from everything that you put into motion. I agree. And it's only a failure if we don't learn from it. So yes. it's really trying to find, okay, what is this teaching me right now? And sometimes actually failure is teaching you that that's not the right path. You just need to take a little, you know, make a little pause and go left. And, and, and so it's really, I believe it's God's way of saying, wait a minute, I want you to go this way. Yeah. You just have to, you know. And I just think it's like the stock market. You have not failed until you've like cashed out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Once you stop, then you fail. And, and that is so true. Right. But I think that's why it's so important to have women like you. So your team you know, if they're constantly hitting roadblocks and then fear is stopping them, that's when you need to reach out to you and say like, Lord, I need your help. Um, and one of the things that I, I teach the women that I work with, I say to them, like when you're going to a mentor or coach, because you are a coach and a mentor, um, come with three thoughtful questions, ask three that. questions, right? And if one of them is, I've been doing this over and over and over, come to your coach or your mentor and say, you know, I'm trying to do this and it's not working. What would you how would you do it differently? Right? I love that. And I, what I love, because I think a lot of times when I'm, you know, answering questions or whatever, I just think, is that really the question you want to ask me? Like, yes. you don't need to know how much shipping is from me or how to do X, Y, Z, because you can learn all those things. If what, what kind of questions, like really, should you go to a mentor or um, somebody that you look up to and respect their business, what kinds of things should you be asking them? It should be more strategy-based um, lessons that you can learn from them. And specific questions to move you forward. You know, um, this morning, actually, on our Growth Mastermind, we were talking about the importance of mentors in your life and the importance of coaches and how I truly believe everybody needs one. And I, so even, you know, even the biggest coaches in the world have coaches. I mean, Michael Jordan, he's the best basketball player in the world, or he was, and he had a coach, right? Like, yeah. we often don't see what other people see in us. And so when you have that person that you can go to, often they think they need this, they need to work with the biggest person in the world. So for example, you know, let's say Rachel Hollis, because I know you ladies have the pleasure of hearing from her, but it's like, oh, I would love to work with Rachel Hollis. Well, if Rachel Hollis is 20 steps ahead of you, 
you don't need Rachel Hollis. Why don't you learn from someone who's two steps ahead of you and ask them what they did because it'll be fresh in their mind. Yes. And so if you can come up with three thoughtful questions that help you specifically in your business yeah. and you reach out to a mentor or a coach every two weeks, your business is going to grow so fast. Yes. I love that idea. Right. And I think people need to find some thing like somebody like mm-hmm. I have so many titles and I look at what they're doing and I'm not afraid to ask them questions. No, I'm a sponge. I will take any ideas you have. If you are ahead and you are where I want to be, tell me mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. Yeah. And the mistake that most people make though, is they come and they say, maybe you've seen this. Uh, what would you do to grow your business? So they ask you a question like that and you're like, well, that's such a broad question. You know, it's barely even know what you've done up to this point. Exactly. So we need to think, remember, you know, the book, think and grow rich. I mean, think people often forget about the word think in it. They just look at grow rich. And so they want to grow rich, but you need to think. And so that means when you ask for help, it's not, what would you do to grow your business? What would you say? I tried and give a list of things that you've tried and then say, what else can I do? Because you're right. No, there's no context. If you just say, how can I make this better? And you give me like a sentence. Well, I don't even know what better is because what do you have? Yes, exactly. And especially in network marketing, it can be difficult to know all of the things about all of the people. I'm sure you can imagine with your team, right? So, and not everybody's willing to receive feedback. So I think in terms of asking for, from a coach or a mentor, you need to come with an open mind too. Absolutely. You need to, we need to drop our egos. That's really what it comes down to, right? We need to leave our egos at the door. And trust me, I've been there. I've been that person who went to an event, sat in a room where I knew a lot about it and I was not open. Yeah. And I was like, what is this person going to teach me? I know everything. Right. And it's such, it's such a wrong attitude. We need to have a beginner's mindset all the time. Even if you think, you know, everything about Facebook ads, go and learn if someone else is teaching something um, and it's, you know, and you're invited to go and you want to learn more, go and see what else you can learn. Uh, And it's just, it's that idea of you can learn from everyone. Yeah. And no matter where they are in their journey, everybody comes to these businesses with different backgrounds and ideas and even different generations can come up with different. So I think I've always said, I think you can learn something, somebody, something from, even people that have been in the business for two hours. Absolutely. I love that you said that because so often we think we can only learn from someone who's been in it for a really long time. Yep. But the beauty of learning from those two hour people is that they're coming from a customer's perspective now. So you can ask them questions like, Hey, you know, if, if I did this, would you buy from me? Um, and so it's just, it's just different perspective and respecting one another and, um, if anything, maybe you don't, maybe they, you may not learn from them, but they're going to learn from you. And so it's this collaborative mindset as well. Have you read The Go-Giver? I haven't. No. I love The Go-Giver because it's, it's just kind of, it's a fictional, but real life story just about how this guy is just, he's very, very wealthy. And mm-hmm. this other guy wants to be like him. So he goes and asks him all this, all these questions and the, the man that is wealthy shares all of his secrets with him, takes him on this journey. And then at the end, he kind of says to him, like, why would you do all this for me? I'm a nobody. 
I, and you don't owe me this and you have time and you need to be going and making money and need to be building this and that. And, and the guy said, the true wealth is in sharing our knowledge and our experience and helping other people grow. You can't hoard that. So many people are afraid to value away, right? Because they're like, that is my secret. I've worked hard. Yeah. I'm not sharing that with anyone, but you know what? That's, that's how we build credibility. That's how we build a following. And as leaders, you want to basically give all that away. You want to share that, right? And even collaboration over cooperation every Yes, day. absolutely. And it's just, we're all looking, we're all looking to get ahead. And I think that, you know, we're, there's enough business for every single one of us, no matter where we live. I always say where you live, that there would be enough business in this, you know, square foot, square feet around you to build a business. Um, there's something I teach on, it's called your eight square foot assignment. And, and like, just like a lifeguard, when they are at a pool, they're not watching the whole pool. Their concern is that eight feet right in front of them. And then you have another lifeguard, another lifeguard. It's the same with our business. Worry about your eight foot assignment around you and those people around you. So if someone's coming to you and they're asking for help, don't, don't hoard it. Don't hold it and be afraid that they're going to go use it and it's going to help them because by you helping them, that's, you know, it's about multiplication. It's not just addition, not just adding to my life. It's how can I multiply this and add to other people's lives as well. And so if you if you already have that mindset, that's, that's just going to take you so much further than someone who holds on to everything. That is such an important message for network marketers to hear because mm -hmm. I think it is something that a lot of, I would say there's more people that feel like that hoard it than yeah. give it out for free. Even on their, even amongst teams, there's just still yeah. so much competition and it's hard to, to explain the value that you will get from just putting it all out there. So how do you think you can change that? Like, do you, do you share what you're doing? in your business with your team. So then they see, wow, Lori's sharing this. Yes. I'm going to share this. And, and further to that, I share it with the greater community too. Yeah. So a sideline or someone who's not even in your business. You have, yeah. yeah. That makes you such a great leader. Exactly. And I think that's what this podcast has always been about for me is that I just, I've, you know, I talk to other business women all the time and I just wanted to get it further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a great attitude to have because I think the more that we understand that collaboration is better than competition, uh, we all win. And so we, we need, we all win. And that's really what it's about. Completely agree. Completely agree. All right, let's leave them with some leadership tips. If you had to give one piece of advice for someone that is just growing into leadership and wants to kind of wants to become a, the leader that they know that they can be, what kind of advice would you give them? Well, I would definitely ask them to get earlier, find someone that they can follow as well, right? So in order to become a leader, um, find someone who, who you admire and you, you know, resonate with and, and someone you can learn from. Um, it's, it's discovering the area that you want to learn more about. So for me, I really wanted to learn how to equip people better and, and lead them better and, um, and just, you know, help out with, with their business. And so I turned to John Maxwell because, I mean, that's his whole philosophy. It's about relationships and, 
and um, leadership and, and all of that stuff. And so I was like, I'm going to learn from, you know, the leadership guru. And so um, I, I would say find someone who you admire in your industry or not um, and start learning from them and then start living it, right? So it's learning it and then it's leading that out in your life and, and actually living it. So it's not just, you know, um, learning all this stuff and, and taking it on for yourself, but how are you living that out in your life? And I think that each and every one of us are leaders. You can be a brand new business owner. You may simply be a mom, you know, um, we're all, so it's about understanding the value that each and every one of us has and understanding that we're not perfect, even if you're a leader. Um, and then just getting out there and supporting other people. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love that. Um, and tell us about the Inspired Academy, because I have a feeling we're going to get a few questions about that now that everybody else is falling in love with you too. Aw, you're so sweet. Um, so the Academy is, the Inspired Academy is a, it's a, it is a coaching practice. So I, I definitely coach the women in there, but really it was, a, it's a place where they can also learn the tools to growing their business, to achieving goals, um, to get amazing support from other women. I, um, you know, I offer as much as I can in terms of resources and, and that, and I do bring in um, a lot of my training from the John Maxwell team because really I want to build leaders. And so my goal is, you know, if I can support you enough, so then you, you can go out and then duplicate that and support other people and, you know, encourage other people and build a business that you love. Um, then I'm winning. And so, you know, if, if women need the focus that for me is really the coaching and the goal achieve, um, achievement process. And so that's, you know, that's why women come here is like, they're struggling. They, their time, time management is a huge issue that people really need to learn. Yes. Um, and so, you know, I always say it really comes down to managing activities. Um, it's, it's a choice that we make because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Thank you. <laughs> right. And so time is a choice. Your time is a choice on you, but people yeah. own those kinds of things, right? Like they are yeah. dictated by their calendars and owned by their calendars when we were the one who wrote it in there. There is no reason for us to have to work a 60 hour work week. No, there's no one. Right? It's it's not about working harder. It's working smarter, but we all need to do more. Yes. So in our businesses, we're like, I need to do more, and I need to do more of this, and I need to do more of that. Even when it comes to value, and I've made this mistake. You know, I thought, oh, in order to add value, I need to add more to this, and I need to add more. But what happens is, is we end up actually overwhelming the people that we're working with. And so, you know, as a leader, if you're a leader, you you need to first of all see that you're valuable because if you don't see yourself as value, you can't add value to anyone else's life because they're going to dictate your value. And then the other piece of it is you need to control that challenge, like you said, yeah. right? You need to make sure that the activities that you're doing are activities that are going to move you forward. Yeah. And you have to learn to say no. And that's why I teach the 90 day system because in that, I feel like you need to focus on what you want in the next 90 days. That's it. And from there, what do you want in the next two weeks? If you're going after a big goal in the next 90 days, and in the next two weeks, you have your calendar booked, 
and someone asks you to attend this event, for example, well, you know right away if it's going to help you reach that goal. And so you say no. But most people go, ooh, a marketing event? Sure, I'll come. Oh, this event? Sure, I'll come. And then we fill our calendar with things that aren't actually serving us and helping us impact that goal. But we're afraid to miss out, right? We all have FOMO. We're going to miss out. And the other piece, I think, is that we think it's going to be a secret way of doing something. So you don't want to miss that event in case you miss the secret. Yes. And just like, you know, Think and Grow Rich, how they talk about the secret, there's actually no secret. The no. secret is in you. The secret is you knowing what you want and doing it. That's the secret. <laughs> I know. The secret right? really is hard work. Hard work, yeah. Intentional. Hard, yeah. intentional work. People and it starts with knowing your purpose. What do you attribute your success to? Well, I attribute my success to the fact that I show up all the time. Like I show up every day. You show up every day. Yeah, absolutely. And that's probably the most important thing and that you want your listeners to hear is show up. If you said yes to this sell and talk opportunity, show up. Yeah. Right? Be open to listen to the leaders who are telling you to do this, this, and this. I'm not telling you that to be a directive type leader. They want to help you, right? And so if we can just drop our egos be open, show up, and, you know, make sure that that's reflective in our calendars and understand that you have a purpose in this life. Then you just, you go after it and you do that and every single day. And it's not going to be easy. No. You know, it's not going to be easy. You're going to fail. And the sooner that you're like, okay, I'm going to fail. When failure comes, you're like, awesome. What can I learn from this? Move on. Yes. Right? Not like, don't let it hurt you. <laughs> no. Oh. Thank you so much. I have loved this. Okay. So if people want to find you, where can they find you? They can find me on Facebook, um, just Tessa Campen, or uh, they can also find me on my, my business page, which is the Inspired Coaching. And they can, where else can they find me? I don't know. They can, honestly, I- Are you on Instagram? I'm on Instagram as well. Yeah. Again, just my, my name is Tessa Campen. Um, I'm pretty easy to find, so I'm, I'm open to friends too. So if anyone even just wanted to send me a friend request, like you don't have to just communicate with me on my business page. I'm totally fine with that. So, well, guys, you heard that. She may get like a ton of fun <laughs> in the next hour because I feel like this is the kind of human that you want to surround yourself with. They tell you that you should put yourself amongst the kinds of people that you want to be. So, thank you thank so you. much for hanging out with me today and talking more about this is a message people need right like they just need to know that they have the leader inside them already they have everything that they are capable of being they just need to lean into it and live live it absolutely they just have to live it and they just need to be willing and and open be open and know that you you like you said you have everything in you to be successful and Got so everything you need to find whatever success you need but yeah. i always say that the very first like the very first step to success is actually knowing what you're going after so write those goals down put them in front of you and then believe in yourself and the rest the rest will be history history i promise you guys so thank you again tessa and thank you for hanging out with us today i hope that this is an episode you put on repeat and that you share with your friends and with your teams and all of the leaders that you are surrounded with and then i will see you guys next week
thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you got a few takeaways and feel energized to get out there and take on the world. Before you go, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Or if you are on Facebook, join me in my Facebook group, Level Up with Lori Inner Circle. Or tag me on Instagram at This Is Life with Lori, and I will be sure to give you a shout out. Until next week, my friends.